Joe Justice here coming to you live on September 22nd, 2023. Hey, listen, everybody, I want to remind you that you're listening to the Canal Valley Hustlers podcast. And did you know that we have a T-shirt? That's right. You can get your very own Canal Valley Hustlers T-shirt. I will put the link in the comments. And if you're listening to the podcast, I will put the link in the description. Make sure you get your own. You can get it right there at Etsy. It's the Canal Valley Hustlers. It's got the black bear holding the cup of coffee with his nice suit and tie and ready to go conquer the world because anybody in Canal Valley knows that nothing represents a hustler more than the black bear going out there and getting after it. Thank you so much for listening here today. I got a great guest with me and we are going to have a lot of fun for the next 10-15 minutes. I would like to introduce you to a friend of mine. He is a commercial account executive at Optimum Business. You might be familiar with Optimum. We're going to talk about that for a little bit if the name's ringing a bell. You've probably heard of him, or you might have might know him by a different name. We're going to talk about that for just a little. I'm going to bring him up right now. His name is Dwayne Bogus, and I'm going to ask Dwayne, "What's your hustle, buddy?" Hey, good afternoon, Joe. Thanks for having me on. You know, my hustle is all about taking care of businesses, and you know, making sure that we're giving them a, 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 the best uh, experience they can with internet and uh, you know, phones, video, whatever that they need. You know, and uh, all the different ancillary products that we offer. So. You know, my goal to hustle is to be out on the street and uh, finding these customers and keeping them away from the 800 number if possible. So that's kind of what I do every day. Awesome. Now, tell me a little bit about now for people who aren't familiar. Can you tell me a little bit about the history of Optimum? Because I think some people might know them by a different name. Well, it's it's funny. It's a it's a long history in West Virginia. Char it was a charter. This goes way back before me. Charter and then became Suddenlink, and Suddenlink was a local, more of a local provider. And then um, I, I don't remember the year they were purchased by Altice USA. And Altice is a European com company, and um, very good, great company, very diverse. And at that point, we had two different divisions. We had kind of the Optimum branch that was New York, New Jersey, kind of that area, and then we had the um, the Suddenlink footprint in the states here. So. About a year ago, we started making the full-time transition as operating as one unit as optimum. So that's how we got to where we are now. And, and you know, dealing with the issues that, that, that were lingering with suddenly and how to address those. And that's, you know, kind of where we are today, but it's an evolving thing for sure. So is there a difference between um, optimum business and just the optimum that uh, you might get your, I know you guys, uh, I know optimum does uh, uh, cable television, internet and mobile devices. Is there a difference between that optimum and optimum business? Well, we operate as two separate units. Uh, I do not dabble in the residential area and kind of glad of that. That's not, uh, not, not for me, but you know, the, the point with business is, is that, you know, it's a different expectation and as you well know, um, there's different service requirements to, to keep businesses going. Yeah, t uh, tell me a little bit about that. What is uh, what does it matter? Your internet service provider isn't one the same as the other, or or is there differences that that people need to be aware of when they're choosing their provider? Well, I mean, one of the things that we we kind of you know one of the things that we kind of hang our hat on is keeping a secure network that's going in. And, uh, you know, we do different things to safeguard us, to safeguard our customers to help against, you know, people coming in and hacking the account. And, you know, if you can do that and work with a good IT provider, you're going to, you know, you're, you're going to protect your business because every day there are people out there trying to break into systems and hack, as you well know, and it's, you know, 
that's where we start. And then, you know, we, we try to, to deliver the best local level experience that you get when it comes to the customer service experience, the technicians or whatever. And you won't get that on the residential side. And I think what sets Optimum apart is that we do have so many local people in the market. People just don't know we're here. So yeah, that's for sure. And I know cybersecurity is the big threat right now. I know we talk about that all the time and, and deal with that kind of stuff all the time. So that's that's on the radar for Optimum as well. Oh yeah, that's a big part of this the secure network. And you know, one of the things, even like our equipment, like modems, they're not programmable. And the reason they're not programmable for a customer is because that is to protect our network. And and that right. stuff is way above my head. Understand? I'm I'm a I'm a sales guy. I'm a hustler, but. Right. I'm not a technician. If you call me, if you call me up for help, you're you're at your own risk. <laughs> you you can you can point them in the right direction though, right? You know, and that's the thing. I try to I try to be there to answer the phone whenever a customer calls. You know, it's it's they're they're going to be bad days. Things happen. Storms happen. Squirrels, you know, squirrels eat through lines. I mean, it happens. But it's the fact that I try to tell my customers, you call me anytime. I'm going to escalate it and going to get, you know, get it in a situation where you, we can get you fixed and back in li- online as soon as possible. So let's step back for a minute. Let's talk a little bit more about Dwayne uh, and a little bit less about Optimum. I know you're excited about your business, but I'm really curious um, as far as hustling goes, have you always been into sales? Have you always been a hustler? Yeah, it's, it's funny you bring that up. Uh, I had grand aspirations of going to be an attorney. That's what I wanted to do. Um, I started hustling probably five years old, if not sooner, uh, selling vegetables that we grew in the garden on the side of the road back in Western Greenwater County, tires, whatever dad had that he wanted to get rid of. I kind of just was out hustling and selling, you know, and then it just seems like it's always been my life, you know, and for whatever reason, it just works for me. And I guess I tried to fight it for years. And, um, you know, I went to, I went to college, got my degree. I was ready to go to law school. I was accepted and I decided to take uh, take a year off and you know I, I got I met a small business in Morgantown a family owned a beverage alcohol business and named George Associates and the George family and started working for them and I never looked back oh that's really cool I, I want to talk to you a little bit more about that here in just a second about about spirits and 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 whiskey and all that kind of stuff but I'm really curious if you've got that many years of experience I know there's going to be tons of people listening that are going to be wondering something along the lines of how have you stayed in sales for this long? Because I know that sales positions, people kind of come and go, they try it out, they just can't handle it. So how have you been able to to stay motivated, to stay into it? To What are your tips for people that are well, new well, to funny, sales? Funny story is I got into management and I spent a good bit of time in management um, for the spirits business that I worked for and all the different evolutions that it went through. I mean, we, we changed names, mergers, acquisitions. And my last role, which I spent I probably 15 to 20 years as, uh, the, I guess, the state manager for the company and ran my own sales force and, uh, you know, and, and did that. So everything then kind of changed. There was, they, they shut our office down. I was, you know, I was given a, a severance package and went on my way. And at the age of, I was in my 40s, I had to reinvent myself and start all over again. And it was tough. You know, so that's how I got into where I'm at today. I, Gotcha. Gotcha. So Hung- what- being hungry and bills to pay will motivate you to get back into sales. 
Yeah, being hungry is a big part of it for sure. Do you have any tips or or, or tricks or uh, you know systems that you rely on uh, for any any tips that you would give to people that are new into sales or or you know maybe even somebody like yourself that's making a little bit of a life change? Maybe they've been in management or something, but uh, they're looking to get into sales now, or maybe even their own business. Part of running your own business is sales. And I, I tell people all the time, you're never too old to to start. You're never Absolutely. How old was Colonel Sanders when he Friday's first chicken? I mean, come on, guys. He was in his 60s. Yep, that's right. Yeah. And you look at guys like that, you have to take that leap. And you have hardest thing, I think, in sales for anybody is that belief in yourself. You know, I don't, I've always been a proponent that no one buys a product just because of the product. If they buy, if they like you, if they trust you, they will buy from you. So, yeah, it's all know, about relationships, right? It is. And it's about out. You got to have activity. I mean, you and you know, I, I think that I think that's where, um, you know, a lot of, you know, you th- I think a lot of people, when they think about sales, they think of like the Wolf of Wall Street type of stuff. And that's the kind of stuff that that'll get you in trouble, because when you start thinking of your clients as if you're you're the predator and they're the prey, you're not going to build a very good relationship that way, are you? No, absolutely not. And I, I'll be honest with you, I have lost sleep several occasions because of, of a situation at work where someone's having a business is down with their phones or something. I can't, you know. I Because you want to come through for up. them, right? Yeah, it keeps you up because you know how yeah. important it is. You know, as a, I'm, you know, dabbling in small business myself, it's, it's hard for people. You know, and the majority of the businesses I work with are small to medium businesses. You know, that's really my, my, my focus level, you know. Yep. So anybody that's starting out, you know, my goal is to give them what they need for the best value and not just sell them a bunch of products just to make a paycheck. Right. And that's and that's, I think that's the way to go. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I couldn't agree with you more, Dwayne. Hey, listen, we're coming up on our time, but I do want to ask you real quick before we hop off here. I was wanting to talk to you a little bit. I said I'd circle back around to spirits. Now, I understand that you're a spirits broker. Can you tell yeah. me what that's all about and how, how that well, works? Well, my wife, God love her. She said, "Why don't you get back in the you know the, be- the beverage alcohol business?" And I'd never, I thought I'd never go back, but I liked it. I loved it so much, and I've been able to travel the world and visit distilleries and learn how to you know how whiskey's made, how vodka's made, different things. So I partnered with a gentleman named Daniel, who a company called Edgewater Spirits, and we launched a year ago in October. Uh, it's called Waka Vodka, and that's our first brand. And it's growing pretty nicely and it's I'm a single man operation I do it in my part time and it's a, it's a lot of fun very rewarding that's awesome and that really encompasses the spirit of the Canal Valley Hustlers I think that you know I don't have any problem at all with the side hustle I think everybody should have one and I think it's uh, it's it's exciting to do stuff like that right yeah it's something I enjoy it's almost like a hobby yep um, well a hobby that pays a little bit of pocket change isn't that bad right yeah, it's not all bad that's right All right, Drain, I want to really uh, thank you. Thank you for joining me. Hang on for just a second. I'm going to say goodbye, and then I'll pop back over with you, okay? All right. Thanks, Joe. All right. Thank you. And thank you for watching here today. I hope that you've had a wonderful Friday. We're almost halfway through, so it is almost the weekend. I hope you've got great plans for this weekend. We are well into fall, so it's going to be getting cold soon. Make sure you get out there. Make sure you do something fun. And I want to remind you to check out the comments. We have the Kanawha Valley Hustlers t-shirt. You can grab yours today. You know you want it. You want to show the world that you're a Kanawha Valley Hustler. And I want to encourage you to do that. Have a wonderful weekend. Until next time, bye-bye for now.